I um, so I I brought like this set of meal prep kits or whatever, mm-hmm. and I've been meal prepping. Oh, it's one of the things that they be advertising online. No, nah, this is just the containers, like okay. not actual food or whatever. Like I'll make my own food. I don't give a fuck about that. So I um I've been meal prepping, and uh, and that's been helping a lot too. Like so, like I'll. I'll buy like a big fillet of salmon mm-hmm. and I'll make it all and then divide it up for like the next three, four days or whatever while I'm at work. Or like I'll make like two or three hamburgers and then cut them in half and have that for lunch or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of my bread, I've been using like romaine lettuce and stuff and like wrapping it around. Um, and it's actually been really good. Like just just make the whole burger and then just wrap it in a really big piece of lettuce and it's been really good. I mean, that sounds delicious and everything. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's cool for you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever floats your boat. Yeah, we're going to fry my bread and butter, nigga. <laughs> like you said, you need that shame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so it's, it's been straight. Like I said, I'm down down four pounds. Yeah. Then the scale I brought is actually cool because um, it, op- it came with an app and it's like Bluetooth. Yeah. So when I open the app and I weigh myself, it sends my weight to the um to the to the app and then it give me like my whole BMI breakdown or whatever. Uh-huh. And the first time I was like, Oh my god, I'm a slob. <laughs> like <laughs> I am an obese slob. But then like when I like I set my goal, because like it's it might be unrealistic with my with my work schedule and like me not putting in full full workout. Um my goal, I'm trying to lose fifty pounds by 50? my by my birthday. That's the goal. 50 by my birthday. That's a lot. That's a lot. But same thing my, my girlfriend's brother said. He was like, you're not going to be able to do it. And I'm like, I know I'm not. But I have to aim high. Nigga, if you lose 50 pounds, how much are you going to weigh? 180. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Look, see, I'm about I'm about two, I'm about 230. Nigga, if I went down to 180, I would look sick. <laughs> I would look ill. But I'm trying to look good in my in my birthday picture. Bro, you would look sick in your birthday picture. He like, oh, you like 50 cent in that one movie, bro. <laughs> no, like, I'm just, it's, but like, so my BMI breakdown. Bro, so, you ain't been 180 since I knew you, bro. No, you might have been. Nah, nah. Uh, it, that, oh, you so, was a chunky sixth grader, but. No, I wasn't. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, we gonna use that one picture from AJ Driveway. And we gonna see who was chunky. I was skinny. Oh, I was skinny then, too. I was I was super skinny. But nigga, we were kids. We ran every day. Yeah. Now we work every day. It's (laughs) different. (laughs) Times have changed. But man, everybody, welcome back to episode thirteen of the Block Block Talk Podcast. Welcome back to the Block. Yes, man. It's been a minute. Last time we was here was my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was your birthday. It it was. That was a while ago. Yeah, that was almost. Damn near a month ago. That was like that's three, like three, four weeks ago. Yeah, that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Feels good to yeah, be back, man. Feels good to be back. A lot of stuff happened, but I didn't remember. Um, <laughs> so I'm not even gonna try to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> like we just go sit with people with the, with the with the current stuff, man. How 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 things how things been for you? What's life been like? Man, it's been cool. You know, like you said, birthday didn't pass. Mm-hmm. Me and my girl went to Kalahari. That was cool. Dope, dope. Uh, dope. We going to Chicago next week. Yes, sir. And um, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Hey, what about you, man? Working, working, working. Getting ready to... I'm slowly plotting, like, my, my escape. I'm, like, slowly... Bro, plotting. that message yesterday had me dying. <laughs> dying. He said, I'm just, oh, I'm just trying to quit. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm just, I'm just thinking of ways to quit my job. Don't worry about it. It's, 
That's, that's all I do while I'm at work. Bro, me too. <laughs> me too. I'm telling you, like, that's what I was at. When I was at work, I'm like, man, let me try and find some sponsors or something, <laughs> me, dog. I'm, I'm just trying to find a way to quit my job. Like, that's what I... And then I was, I was joking with one of my coworkers walking me and I'm like, dude, I, I, I'm, I'm tired of this place. And uh, this is yesterday. So I'm like, man, I'm tired of this place. I'm tired of being here with Ariya. And I'm like, I'm like, look, man, I, I tell God every day, like, I'm not greedy. I just need one of me and my girl to make it. Like, not both of us. Mm-hmm. We don't both have to make it. Just <laughs> one of us has to blow up. So it's a team, baby. Yeah, like, I'm I'm not I'm not upset. If I only get 10 points and she get 30, Thank I you. am happy. So you a beast, Miss Parker. <laughs> look, right. I would, look, I would say, I'm calling Brown. I'm saying every pick. <laughs> Drop your 81, babe. Let's get it. We, let's get it. Like, let's win this game. I'm not... I am not selfish at all. Like if if I blow up, cool, I'm happy. If she blow up and I can quit too, cool, I'm happy. Right. Just gotta be one of us. Just one. <laughs> Just one. I'm not selfish. Man, I'm telling you, and I, bro, I'm telling you, I feel that I be at work all the time thinking, well, like, you know, if I can get some sponsors, then yeah. they can give me if I get a honey here, and you know, like a couple honey here. Mm-hmm. Like, man, I. It's nah, it, it, so, it shouldn't be that bad. It shouldn't, man. Somebody putting in seatbelts like that seven hundred times a day just make you question <laughs> life, dog. Like, like you getting your own car and you put your seatbelt on. Am I getting paid for this? Uh, like, <laughs> man, oh my god! Like, t- I, I can, I'm, I'm serious. Like, my first week working there, when I got back in my car, I did not want to put my seatbelt on. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm going to fly through this windshield, nigga, <laughs> right. before I put another seatbelt together today, bro. I'm, I, I refuse. If I'm not getting paid for it, I'm not doing it. I'm <laughs> no, that's legit, though, man. That's legit. So, man, so, me, I'm not going to hold you up. I want to get right to it because uh, I got my duck in there cooking. Cooking my duck, so I want to get back to that as soon as possible. Sure. So, you want to get into this J. Cole review? That's exactly where I'm going. Good. That's exactly where I'm going. Good. I'm right there already. For yeah, you. obviously. <laughs> obviously. You, like, the times has changed when, 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 when Drake dropped, I'm in your seat. When J. Cole dropped, you in my seat. So. <laughs> you don't know what seat I'm in. It's fine. It's, you don't know what seat I'm in. I, look, I, the energy was right when you, yes, last <laughs> last week we were supposed to record yeah. and stuff happened. Yeah, and that, was, was, that was Popeye's fault. And I was like, <laughs> and I'm like, look, man, you you already on BS. I know. So. I wasn't even on no BS. I was just saying I heard the album and I'm thinking, I'm saying we should go ahead and talk about it. I brought it up outside, talking to our girlfriend. He's like, let's save it for the pod. I'm like, this nigga wants some BS. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, let's save it for the all pod. All right, all right. So, look. So, I love the album. Like, I'm super happy for him to be back, uh, for Cole to be back uh, with the off season. Um, amazing album. It's like, it doesn't sound like, you know, some regular... Um, it really don't sound like he had a message like he did in his last couple albums. Like, with KOD, he clearly had a message. Where for your eyes only, he clearly had a message. Um, but this one, excuse me, this one just sound like, hey, I'm finna get in the booth and rap. Y'all wanna rap? Come on, let's rap. Like, that's what it sounded like. Yep. So I was like super excited about that. Uh, like the first, not even the first three minutes of the album, and I, I, I had to cut it off. I'm like, I didn't wake up and choose this violence. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 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 I didn't wake like, It's 7.30 in the morning, Cole. Like, I didn't wake up for this kind of violence. Like, mm-hmm. got to cut this off. Like, Killer Cam, come on. If yeah. You, like, no, that Killer, was a hard intro. Killer Cam intro. can't come on at 730 in the morning. Bro. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so he like, chose violence. Yes, man. I had to cut it off for a second. Like, like say this for noon, at least. So, uh, but yeah. My, um, so, some of my favorite tracks, of course, is like the interlude. 
Um, the intro was really good. Those was like the two two standouts to me. Um, the Amari uh, was it freestyle? I guess it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's solid body of work. I wish it was a few more songs. Um, like he could have gave us fifteen. He gave us twelve. He could have gave us fifteen. Mm-hmm. I would have been happy with fifteen. But I'm cool with that. What you got? Bro, I feel like Skip Bayless right now. Because <laughs> I'm telling you. Because you're on the other look, side. Look, I appreciate Jay. Let me get. Let me talk directly into the mic. I appreciate J. Cole. No, I think J. Cole is great. I think J. Cole is top three. I don't disagree with none of those statements. But the NBA equivalent of J. Cole is Tim Duncan. He got rings, though. Yes, he has rings so that he can have the points, he can have the stats, he can have the championships. But at the end of the day, the nigga is boring. It don't matter. How you go tell me an entertainment, being boring in an entertainment space doesn't matter? Because I have all the accolades that all of the entertaining people have. But you're not entertaining. It don't matter. Obviously, I'm entertaining to somebody. Yes, you're entertaining to some people, but not not to me and not to a lot of other people. That's been the biggest knock on J. Cole is that he is not entertaining. Fucking J. Cole is Tim Duncan. Like, like I don't know. Tim, he's the one who will bounce the shot off the backboard and make every shot. Every and then he'll say, time. yeah, I won. But nobody cares because of the way... That you won, but like he's you know, winning but some, but, with pure skill and talent. What yes, are you he, talking about? He's super skilled and he's super talented, but the way in which it's presented is boring. Look, I'd rather watch Kyrie and Iverson go out there dribble, and lose, every yeah, game. dribble, throw up some circus shit, make a couple, end up and losing lose the game, lose, and lose. No, not lose every game, lose most of the games. And lose every. I rather they lose most of the games and it'd be entertaining than to watch some nigga post up. And hit some shot off the backboard 12 times. Money, 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 money. <laughs> the bank is open. Money. <laughs> but I'm, t- I'm saying, I'm saying, like you say, he's good. I like, I like Pride is the Devil. I like, uh, I like the intro. I like the interlude. And I'm saying, it ain't like, I didn't like the songs because I do like the songs. But it is just boring. It is like, and I think it was, I had listened to it twice when it first came out. And then the day we were supposed to do it, um, I didn't listen to it that day. But since I had another week, I listened to it a third time. So I listened to so I gave this album multiple times to see how this album sounds. And like I said, I like some of the songs, but it's just a boring album. And okay, you you gotta define boring. You have because you keep throwing this word. Out. What is the boring? I mean, I feel like there's no energy to the album. He, I feel like he's that nigga who knows he can rap better than most niggas, so he's just rapping for the sake of. Showing how good he is, instead of trying to be entertaining about it. But again, like you, the, your descriptive words are very vague. Bro, you're saying boring and entertaining, like you I mean, have saying, to define exactly what you're talking. I'm about. saying there is no energy, there is no spectacle. I don't feel hype or anything when I listen to any of these songs. Really, so if the intro was hype, the intro had a nice beat. It had Cam on it. And um, he had some good lines. That was to put the L on your, the M on your head. You Luigi's brother now. Like I appreciate that. I thought that was cool. I thought that was clever. But it feels lacking. It feels lacking. Versus when he's on somebody else's song. When he's on somebody else's song, 
Now he want to come with energy. Now he want to be hype. Now he want to kill niggas on their own song and all that other shit. But when it's his song, he like, yo, we just go take it easy. We go relax. We go chill. Like, no. No, like I said, no. I went to wake up and choose violence like you did. <laughs> but that's not what he gave, bro. He said, no, we're going to be Tim Duncan. We're going to go in there paint. And we're going to drop 20 points over 20 minutes. Like, no. Not oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm not the only person who feels that way. I was talking to... uh. I was talking to somebody yesterday, and, you know, he's a big J. He was a big J. Cole fan. Oh, I love the album. I love, I love the album. I'm like, well, you love J. Cole, so you would love the album. And, I said, and the thing is, I'm lukewarm on J. Cole, so I'm lukewarm on the album. Because you're biased. Can, I, can you admit you're biased? How am I biased? Can you admit you're biased? No. How am I biased? Because you don't appreciate J. Cole. You're biased. You're biased against, you're biased against him. No, no, no. Because, like I said, I liked Forest Hills Drive. I like... Uh, I like not the fall off. What's the other one? Uh, sideline story. I liked uh, Born Center. I like those albums. Though his earlier albums, when he had more of, I guess when it was more influenced by the label earlier on in his career, which he always talks about how he was had to make these kind of certain songs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Those honestly, I like better. I like better when he was kind of forced by the label to make those certain kind of songs or decisions. I liked them more. Then when he got his to his certain status and he said, you know what, I'm J. Cole. We can do things the J. Cole way now. It's just boring as hell. Like, it's, it's, it's I feel like, or, or it's too chill. Or how about this? It's too chill. How about that? It's too chill. Like, I feel like, <clears throat> I feel like, because I feel like his chill vibe is a chill vibe that you have. So I, when, I, when I hear these songs, I heard these songs. I'm like, I feel like Bobby would like these songs. I can, I can hear like just about every one of these songs, like for one of your like clothing like montage videos, they all super cool. They all super chill, but like nothing says hype. Nothing says like. Again, you're using words that you have yet to define. Bro, what do you, what, what do you want me to use? They're, they're, I don't understand. They are very vague. You're using very vague. Descriptions. Okay, okay, okay. What's this? I feel like he uses the same BPM for all of his songs. How about that? Okay, is that okay. better? Now we're getting something. Okay, now he uses, the, he uses the same BPM. I feel like his songs, a lot of his songs lack melody. Like they they lack, they lack a um. Yeah, I feel like they just kind of see. But see, you because you appreciate more pop sounds. That's why. Yeah, you, you appreciate a more. You appreciate Drake more, a, a more yeah. a more melodic sounding artist. I and feel that's like not, I feel like not Drake. I feel like J Cole's songs were underproduced. How about that? Is that descriptive enough? That's I. That's I feel better. like they say, "Yo, just throw this beat, just throw throw some drum, a little bit of piano. No, that's too much. Take some out, and like just add some other shit. And then that was it. And then he went on to rap, which he does well. Like say, like lyrically, the album is good. But sonically, as a whole, it's 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 missing. It's underproduced. I could do anything to this album. I could work out to this album. I can cut grass to this album. I can drive to this album. Like I don't know what I could do. I I, da- I damn show can't work to this album. I could. That's for sure. I could. Nigga, I was I was in slow motion listening to this <laughs> album. You sound crazy, bro. What's the hyper song on this album? Uh. I got it. Mm. I think, is it my life? It might be my life. Who's on that? Is it just him? <clears throat> no, it's him and um him and Twenty One Savage. 
Okay, so, it's, so it's, he got it's, 21. It's the, same, it's the same flip, the same beat they used on a lot. Is it? Yeah. I didn't notice. Okay, see, now we're going to go into my critique. Uh-huh. I have two critiques for this album, um, and that's it. That, that are kind of fleeting, but, uh, well, one is kind of fleeting, and another one is just like me not appreciating other artists or whatever. Um, so one is two songs on the album, Pride is the Devil and My Life. Pride is the Devil, that's my shit. Pride is the Devil is really good. Like these are these are two good songs. Like mm-hmm. oh crap, these are two good songs. I'm not knocking these two songs at all. Um, but the issue I have with these songs is that I've heard both of these um, both of these samples before. Mm-hmm. So my life was sampled on Twenty One Savages a lot, mm-hmm. and then I mean it, it slightly changed, of course, or whatever. But Pride is the Devil is actually sampled somewhere else, mm-hmm. um, and I heard that song first because it came out last year mm-hmm. um and i was like so as soon as i heard it come on i started singing that song and i'm like wait this is a, this not his out his thing or whatever so i was like oh snap like he's using the same beat or the same sample so every time i hear pride of the devil mm-hmm. i think of that song and it takes me away from that same thing with um with my life and i'm like it's kind of taking me away from the particular song Great song though, still a good song. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just makes me think of somebody else's song. Uh, same thing with um, Forest Hill Drive. Oh no, on oh, For Your Eyes Only. Um, oh, that Bryson Tiller. The Bryson Tiller flip. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it, again, it just took. I mean, that one didn't do too much for me because I didn't. I didn't really listen to to Bryson Tiller that much anyway. Mm-hmm. So it didn't take me away. But the Pride is the Devil. That one, like, I listen to this other artist like a lot. So it kind of, you know, repeats or whatever for me. But then um, a couple of days ago, like the artist that used the song first, like posted a picture with him and J. Cole on FaceTime before the album came out. Mm-hmm. Like and they were talking about that particular song or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I guess he like, you know, hey, yeah, go ahead, use it. Like that type of shit. Um, so, well, nigga, you can't ask somebody who sampled a song if you can also sample the song. I mean, no, he, he probably didn't like ask him, but I'm sure it it came up some way somehow. Nigga, because JID is also on. Um, oh, it was a JID. It was JID. No, no, JID is also on the other guy's album or whatever. So I'm guessing like that's how they met through mm. JID, mm. and he probably heard the song was like, "Yo, that's a dope ass sample or whatever," and they probably talked about it. Uh, I'm just guessing. I don't know, um, but seeing the picture, I'm like, okay, that's how he got that, and that's the connection. Um, but. Um, other critique is I don't want to hear Little Baby and Twenty One Savage on the fucking J Cole album. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, they did an amazing job. They both killed it. Like they both had really good verses. Uh-huh. Um, they might be the ones brought that energy you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, but like J Cole ain't bring it. Sure. I don't want to hear Twenty One Savage and 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 Little Baby. On so you don't want to hear the energy? Is what you're saying? No, I don't want to hear them too. <laughs> I don't want to hear them. T- I want to. On the J. Cole album, when you your very first album, when you have features on it, I don't want to hear 21 Savage and Lil Baby. I wanna hear I wanna hear Kendrick. I wanna hear Drake. I wanna hear Lil I wanna hear shit. Maybe Lil Wayne. I wanna hear Wale. I wanna hear uh shit. Maybe some Scissor. Maybe some Ari Lennox. I wanna hear I wanna hear top tier lyricists, Big Crit. I wanna hear these people that are in your somewhere in your bracket rap with you mm. and rap. You know, on your album, I don't want to hear these new 
these new ways. Well, what if he heard his album and knew it needed energy and knew none of them niggas was gonna bring energy like those two niggas? Were? That's that's cool. I'm saying for me, mm-hmm. like somebody I, who don't want no energy. Okay. No, somebody who just want a higher tier lyricist. That's all. I just want higher tier lyricists than Lil Baby and Twenty One Savage. And I'm not. That's not to knock them. Like you still in the league. No, no, no. You no, still no, in no, the no, league, but, I, but you're I not an all star. <laughs> no, I definitely wouldn't call them lyricists for sure. Yeah, I just want to hear people that are in that in that caliber. Like I think, I think Wale would have probably sound really good on this album if he he probably could have dropped on Pride Is the Devil. Hell, Boz could have jumped on this. Uh, yeah, some some more Dreamville artists could have jumped on here. J Rock, Kendrick, Abso. Um, Fucking like it's, it's it's a lot of artists. That but see, I feel like J Cole is enough lyricism for the album. You don't need J Cole's on there. You don't. You need something different. Again, something different would have been Adam Drake on there to bring in your more melodic sound. That would have been great. Again, I, again, I just want to hear you like when this when you get this all star stepping out. Don't bring your your two year rookie in. You know what I mean? I, like, I understand. Like I said, 21 Savage and J. Cole, for some reason, is like peanut butter and jelly. Mm-hmm. These niggas make really good fucking songs together. Mm-hmm. They two for two <laughs> to me. Yeah. You ask me a lot in my life, these niggas is two for two. I don't see them dropping the ball anytime soon. Yeah. No, continue. a lot was fire. Yeah. Was fire. If, if they continue but, but, but see, though, Look, though, but I feel like a lot is better than my life. Because when J. Cole came on my, not my life, on a lot, he he came with energy. He came with the energy that he does not show on his own albums. Like the uh, way, uh, just, just the way that he came on. He's like, you know how this, like, like I don't even like rapping with rappers. Like some of them even like rapping with me. Just the way that he came on, just he the matched kinda, the same flow Twenty One Savage is doing. It's it doesn't present itself the same. Um, he sounded. I don't know. I don't have that ear that you that you have, but it sounded just like to me. All his features sound just like his album. His album cuts, except except like some early early, like it's his one, um, Khaled record he on early 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 in his career, and I'm like, yeah. Um, but looking for trouble, ain't, there's no other verse like looking for trouble. Which um, one is that? Looking for trouble, J Cole versus uh. It was on Friday Night Lights and it was on um, the Kanye Cruel Summer um, when he was doing the Good Friday thing, mm-hmm. dropping a couple of tracks every every Friday or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a great time. Yeah, Man. yeah, good, good. Year. That was a good time. That was a good year. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah, so he was on there. When it was it was Pusha T, Big Sean. Um, oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. So, I know, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, Looking for Trouble was amazing. He recorded that in Detroit. Hmm. Yeah, he was on tour, and that's part of the reason why his his verse is the last verse, and, like, the beat kind of fade out, because he wasn't about to be on it. Like, they sent him the song, he was out traveling or whatever, and he had to find a studio real quick on tour, and he was in Detroit, and he recorded it. Nice. Yeah, I dropped it. So that was dope. Uh, but even like like on on Royce on Royce the Five Nine album, he sound just like on uh, on Bob Lobo. He sound just like he sound on everything else. Like he just I don't hear a different. I don't hear the energy you talking about on other people's song. He sounds like J Cole on every single song. He don't sound like he's up in up in the ante at all. No, and, and I'm telling you, feature J Cole and album J Cole are two different artists. Okay. 
really are. Okay. But yeah, that's that's my two critiques. Other than that, I I love the album. Like Yeah, and I said I, I like the album. Um I don't think I think besides Pride is the Devil, I don't think any of them made it to my liked songs mm-hmm. playlist. But I think Pride is Pride is the Devil is the only one that made it. Um How do you how do you listen to new albums? In their entirety, start to finish in a row. Like so you you go top to bottom. Mm-hmm. And then you go on to, like, you just, that's it. So, since I've been working at Ford, what I do is I listen to it from top to bottom usually twice because I can't usually get to my phone to change it. Right. So, I listen to it from start to finish in a row twice. And then um, I have my initial impressions. And then usually, if it was something redeeming about it, I'll probably go back, like, a week later to listen to it a second time. So, when when the... It depends. When it's when it's a artist that I like a lot, or just and I like in general, and they drop a, a album, mixtape, EP, project, whatever, mm-hmm. I listen to it regular, off shuffle, top to bottom, mm-hmm. um, maybe twice, twice, maybe three times, mm-hmm. and then to know if I love the album or not, mm-hmm. I shuffle. Mm-hmm. If I if I can't get through the album on shuffle, mm-hmm. then I then I, I just like it. Yeah. But if I can shuffle it and every song come on out of order or whatever, mm-hmm. and I like it, I know I love this album mm-hmm. because it's because I I don't just play like certain songs in my playlist or whatever. Like I put my entire library on shuffle, mm-hmm. and then whenever it come up, I listen to it. Like that's just how I listen to music or whatever. So if if I could put your album on shuffle and it you know play through, if it still play through good, I know I'm gonna like this album a lot. Nah, that's. That's true. I mean, I get that. Because, like, again, like, I just, that's just how I consume music. And that's how I, I gauge how much I like it. Like, yeah, I, I like it in order. Because mm-hmm. I, I came to that conclusion with um, Good Kid, Mad City. Of course. Uh, I played it in order, of course, like everybody, like you should do. You right. play it in order. Because right. it's a story. But then I was like, I put it on shuffle. And I just played it. And I'm like, yo, I fucking love this album. Yeah. Because even though I know this song is supposed to be next. A different song popped up, and I'm like, "Yo, like, <laughs> like I love this album." Yeah, like I was like, "So that's so that's that." Ever since that album came out, that's been my my grading scale. If I can get through it once or twice, on and you know, in how they sequenced it, I like it. If I can play it on shuffle by itself, I know I'm gonna love it. No, and that's just how I go. Yo, what do you think about uh, J Cole in his um African basketball? Um, I I actually like. I think it's dope. I think it's dope. I mean, he he low key trash, but <laughs> <laughs> in terms of professional, yeah, in terms of, of a professional, he you know might be low key trash or whatever, or he might just be out there nervous as fuck because he ain't in the booth rapping. Right, <laughs> like, no, he's, he's clearly out of his comfort zone. Right, um, he airballed a couple of shots in the second game. You I know, saw like I said, I, look, man, you when you rich and you can do <laughs> like, look, bro, go try out for the Eskimo Bobson team. All right. Care. Do yeah, you, bro. Yeah, you can afford it. Look, do you. Take time off. Take you and your wife and your kids to Africa, play basketball, you know, embarrass yourself, have fun. That's the point of having money. Like, right. do you, bro. Do you. Yeah. I will say, this nigga talked about M's so much, this album. That's something that uh, uh, we can actually transition this later. But uh, that's something Joe Budden talked about. It was like, he talked about money a lot on this album. Like, he, he talked about, like... Like rich nigga problems a lot, mm-hmm. like, and I was like, yeah, that's that's pretty, that's pretty true, that's pretty true. So I was I was cool with it. Yeah, talked about having money, like, cause for the longest, 
Like, he never talked about having money. He talked about struggling just like me and you. And again, that's just what people, that's what brought so many people to him or whatever. But, yeah. You know, I, I didn't care for him saying M. This nigga said M's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, now I got more M's than a Slim Shady video. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, I put an M on your head, you a Luigi brother. Now. And then, I'm telling, that I feel, was a bar. I feel like he probably said that in every song. No yeah. exaggeration. Yeah. I'm going to have to look yeah. it up on Genius later. <laughs> but uh, and when your but, um, you Luigi, brother, now. Nah. Uh, That's speak- when I turned it off. I was like, yep, I, nah, I didn't. I did. <laughs> it's too early, bro. <laughs> and, uh, so, about the basketball, I was thinking, what, like, in your life, what is your biggest sports moment for you? Like, like that, that you were part of? Like your biggest sports accomplishment as and an like individual. NBA or like on the street playing basketball in the street, like, oh, like the, you personally, me personally. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so there was one time, like I vividly remember, uh, on on a blacktop, you know, good old days or uh-huh. whatever. Um, dropped fourteen in a fifteen point game. No way. Dead ass. Oh. <laughs> look, 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 look. So like, so this is this is the funny part about it. So you know, everybody knew the blacktop was like. My court, pretty much. Right. Uh, so I, that was my rim over there with the whoop. Um, every now and again, you know, when LT moved over there, he pulled his rim out so uh-huh. we can have somewhat of a full court. Uh-huh. Um, so if y'all don't know about the blacktop, y'all, you need to go do your research, man. Blacktop was a legendary. 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 <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, it was one summer. It was one summer. Um, it's like It was like late July, early August or whatever. And um, we all had the court. We all had we at the blacktop. We hooping or whatever. And um, do you remember when? Um, remember the guy, like, tall, light skinned guy. We took to go pick up them girls, though. Oh yeah, yeah. When my strut head went out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so his cousin, his cousin stayed over there too. And so one day, all of their cousins, like the cousins' cousins. All came over. Mm-hmm. So they all came out the apartment, came to come hoop. So I'm mm-hmm. like, bet, new competition, let's get it. So we all out there or whatever. Uh, so we start shooting cap, boom. You know, I, I missed my shot. I didn't get cap. So I'm like, whatever, I'll still get picked up. It's my court. So <laughs> sitting there waiting, I get picked dead last. Uh, dead ass last. Uh, uh, so I'm sitting there like, all right, <laughs> whatever. Like, I, I, ain't even, I ain't even tripping at this point. I ain't even tripping. So then I look at my team, and I'm like, I'm the shortest nigga on my team. And at this time, I was already at the height I am now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm the shortest nigga on my team. Mm. I'm like, damn, this is bullshit. <laughs> and then I look at the other other team or whatever, and it was one other guy like a little shorter than me, but all the right people taller than me. So I'm like, damn, nigga, this is, like, they, they all like maybe 6'2 to 6'4 or something mm. like that. And at the time, I'm like, you know, six foot, barely six foot. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So uh, I... We they get first ball or whatever, so they come down court, they make their first shot. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, whatever, it wasn't my guy. I ain't worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't tripping. So he he make his first shot or whatever. Um, we come down, I had the ball, I'm pushing. Obviously, I had to play point guard because I'm the shortest person out there. Mm-hmm. So I push, die get open, kick it to him. He missed. So we come back down court, whatever. I ain't tripping. They come back down, they score again. Boom, two zip. All right, whatever. Wasn't my guy. All right. So, <laughs> so, so that, that's my thought process the whole game. So then uh, it, it goes this way for a while. Somebody get the rebound, they push, they miss on my side. So I'm like, damn. All right. You know what I'm saying? Now we down three zip. 
We down four zip. We down five zip. <laughs> Nigga, we was down six zip. I took my first shot. Made it. Okay, cool. Four game. We'll still lose, but I had my one point. Uh-huh. So I got I got the rebound again. Okay, fast break. Layup. Got it. Okay, cool. I got two. Whatever. Calm down. Oh, 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 nobody taking me. Mid-range jumper. Bow. Three. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. So I'm that was your shot, that mid-range. Mid-range jumper. You know what I'm saying? Mid-range monster. So I'm okay, cool. I got three. Whatever. I'm not tripping. I haven't missed yet. Got three points. So I ain't tripping. I look up, and by the time I knew it, it was it was 14, it was 14, 10, and I have four different people rotate to check me. Who man is this? Who man is this? So so you know I, at the blacktop, like it was we was off that alley or whatever. Yeah. And were you there when it was that old uh car parked over there behind mm. LT garage? No. Okay, so it was an old car parked back there or whatever that somebody left back there. And you know, we didn't bother, we didn't touch it or whatever. But they used to go over there and shoot dice. Mm-hmm. So this summer, it was so many people out there. Like it was uh, the guy, uh, it was Drew, it was his Drew, his cousin, um, was I think Darren was out there. Do you remember Darren? Light scan Darren? No. It's, it's a lot of people. You, I, don't you, remember, I don't remember nobody, bro. You, you remember if you see him. But it was so many people out there. It was like, like I said, they cousins was out oh, there. Oh, Jamal called me the other day. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. Is he coming up here? Uh, not that I know of. I know. Okay, cool. Well, that's what's up anyway. Yeah. But when I say it was like a whole, like, damn near arena of people <laughs> out there, it was so many people. And by the time I had 10... Like, like Drew was like, bro, like this nigga Bobby going off. Like he, he, he stopped everybody. So everybody stopped. Like they was over there shooting dice. Everybody stopped. And I'm out there cooking. <laughs> They're cooking. So, but so the shot I took to end it, I missed. Uh, and then uh came back down, got my assist, dude with the label, and we won. And they was like, dog, Bobby, how many you have? I'm like, shit, man, I have 14. He don't even want to score. <laughs> nigga, I was out there fucking cooking. I was so hyped. Like, I, yeah. I'd never lived that down. That was, that was the summer I wanted people to call me Baby Iceman. <laughs> that was the summer. And they were like, bro, you Iceman for real. You Iceman for real. No fucking way. <laughs> yes, I was. Man, I left for this nigga while we became a legend. Nigga, crazy. I was a GOAT for that one day. Uh, it was, I tell you, like, that was, I never forget that moment. Like, 14 to 15 point game. Very first game we played, you know, 14, torching. Like, I'm talking about layups, jumper, everything. Couldn't stop. Like, yeah, these niggas are bums. It's yeah. my court. Yeah, Worst no. <laughs> moments are huge. You know what I mean? What about yours? What you got? So, mine, I was at uh, Frazier, and in our gym class, we had, like a basketball, like we would play basketball every day. And then one day the coach said, we go have a basketball tournament. They had like A teams and B teams. So like the A teams were the good teams and the B teams were not as good. And when we would play pickup ball, I would always play with the A team people. But then when they decided to do the teams, the coach put me on the B team. I'm like, B? Right. Really? Right. I played with all the A's. Like, they had niggas on the A team who wouldn't even play him. But because they were, like, either taller or more athletic or whatever, they put them on the A team. Right. And I'm like, oh, wow. So, <laughs> and this tournament took place over, like, a week. So, I'm on the B team. I look at my team. I got this one nigga who played soccer. He oh. never, like, played basketball like that. 
And this other dude, he was tall, but I think he had like Asperger's or something. Ooh. So he wasn't like all there. Mm-hmm. And um, but he was tall and he could get boards. That's why you need. So I'm like, <laughs> I think we got a spot for you. <laughs> I can work with that. I can work with that. <laughs> so, so I took our team. Our team went undefeated, all the, like throughout the whole B bracket. We killed everybody in the B bracket. And one of them days, I had showed up to school sick. So I, that was like my flu game. Oh, that way and, the game. So it was like some games where I had probably 10, 12. Like, I think the lowest I scored was probably like six because the soccer nigga went off. Oh. And um, at the end of it, they said, okay, the champion of the B team is going to play the champion of the A team. I'm like, well, why the fuck would you do that? Right. Like, you going to put the best worst nigga against the best best nigga? Like, why would you do that? So I went on the, so we was on the court. I'm waiting for the A team to show up. And they like, you on a B team? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, shit. Like, how did you get on the B team? So me and my B team, we go out there. We balling, right? Lost by 10. God blew the fuck out. But. I, but I willed that team to the championship. That's what's up. That's what's up. I actually I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, no, that was like my sports moment for life. Because they were at one point they weren't they calling you Chuck or something. Yeah, yeah Chuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah Charles, Charles Barkley. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> but that's so, like my sports moment for life. What What's your worst moment though? My worst. Yeah, I got. It. This is actually really funny. You brought this up because I. I was just thinking about this like two days ago. <laughs> What's your worst moment? My worst, worst moment? Uh, yo, it gotta be, I was in high school. I was at Frazier again. We was playing uh, pickup football. And I said, oh, y'all, let me be quarterback. Let me be quarterback, right? Of course. Of course. So they like, all right. And in the first pass, <laughs> I like that bitch dead in the ground. <laughs> Like, I completely missed the nigga. And then it's like, nah, you go. <laughs> I'm like, but like, it slipped. It slipped. And they're like, nah, it's no slippage. Go out there and catch it. And um, I was out there running routes all fucking day. <laughs> so out of your zone. Yeah, I'm trying to think. That got to be it, because that's the one that sticks out. I'm sure I got some embarrassing basketball moment, but nothing like that. Okay. See? I'm going to just cut straight to the chase. I got dropped by a girl. Whoa. <laughs> I got dropped by a girl. How you get dropped? I got in basketball. I got dropped. Like, like crossed or she backed you down and you fell? She, uh, it was, it actually might have been a combination of both. <laughs> so look, I'm going to tell the story. I'm going to tell the story, right? So uh, do you remember uh, Nino? Used to live next door to June? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, his, his sister-in-law, uh-huh. Um, light-skinned girl. She was pretty at the time. Oh, she was tall too, right? Was she tall? She wasn't taller than us, but she was tall to be a girl uh-huh. or whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, but she wasn't taller than us. Oh, I don't know who you're talking about. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. We we in uh we in Dre and Tico backyard. Uh-huh. You know, at the time that was the spot. Uh-huh. So it's um it's me, Dre, Jamal, um, I think Nino back there, old girl, um, and one more person. We playing three on three. Uh, so there's one more person out there. I forgot the person. Um, it might have been Jerron. Mm-hmm. Might have been Jerron. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we out there. We playing three on three or whatever. 
And so um, at the time, she was, um, she was, you know, being all flirty and shit like that. And so, like, she actually hooped though. Like, she actually, yeah, I think, yeah. I think she played like small forward in high school or something like mm-hmm. that. So, um, so she, you know, she caught, you know, caught the ball or whatever. We like middle with a second and third game. Mm-hmm. So she caught the ball or whatever, and she being all cute and flirty and shit. And she, she tried to try to back me down. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I, so I got in my stance or whatever, and I feel, <laughs> and she, uh, like, she, you know, get, get the little the little shoulder bump, dribble, mm-hmm. and so you know, I gave her a little little bump, you know, like quit, quit, quit playing, quit playing, quit mm-hmm. playing. So this one, like, she she bumped hard, boom, and I'm like. Hold on. So I, I gave a little nudge and she spent. <laughs> and she spent. When I tell you that spin was so fast, like, <laughs> like, like as I was going to bump back, she spent so cold. And I like I remember it. I, I vividly remember this happening. Like she spent so cold. And like when I, I hit the ground, like how the how the track stars, uh, you know how you gotta get. In the stands when you run the track, yeah. and like you know, hands in the front, yeah. the one leg in, in front. That's how I was when I got dropped. What the fuck is that? Make sure it's not my headphones. Okay. But yeah, that's how. That's how I got dropped, and I like I never lived that down. And ever since then, it was no mercy for everybody. Like I, <laughs> like, I don't care who you are, girl, boy, short, tall, young, old, you get in this work. I will no, never, equal opportunity for sure. Yes, I will never disrespect anybody on the court ever again. <laughs> but yeah, man, equal opportunity for everybody. They, the, everybody got the work from here on out. Like, I did not underestimate anybody. Never again. No, I never, no, after that. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I got done up by a girl. I don't think so. I remember, I remember one time, you know my cousin Brittany? Yeah. So one time my cousin Brittany was playing two-hand touch with uh, Jamal and Jerron. I've been Brittany. Dog, she made that nigga Jerron fumble in two-hand touch. <laughs> like, like you, you, can't, you can't go easy. No, you got it. You got to go hard. You got to go hard. Uh-huh. If, if they out there, fair game. No, nah, for sure. That, that's how you treat them. Um, out. What was it? It's, this is kind of random segue. I usually have better segues than this, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have one. Okay. And I wanted to bring it up. Um, I was I was thinking about your clothing line the other day, mm-hmm. and out of all the clothes you've made, what do you? What are your three favorite designs and styles of like articles of clothing? So like all of like so like three specific ones. So like if it's a Detroit original, it's the yellow and black, or if it's a Royal lineage, it's the White and gold, or something like that. Uh, I think my three. <clears throat> I don't necessarily go with like the, not necessarily the colorway and all that stuff, but it's definitely, definitely the Detroit original with the Spirit of Detroit design. Mm-hmm. Like I love that one a lot, just because it like it took me a minute to like think of like a really good. I wanted a nice like geometric kind of print or whatever mm-hmm. to stand out against all these other um, Detroit shirts. So when I came up with that one, I was like, that's the one. Like mm-hmm. that one. And it, and it like I like it a lot because it looks good on everything. Like every single thing I've put in it printed it on, mm-hmm. it looks good. And mm-hmm. like it it just let me know like, yeah, this is this is gonna be timeless. Like I could print this at any given time and it's gonna sell. Mm-hmm. So I love that one a lot. Um recently it's actually been um those bodycon dresses I've been doing. Um, cause I actually had to make that design from scratch. 
The which one? <clears throat> the body con dress. Um, I didn't got one printed, but it's a um, <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's like the girls in the pictures and like all the photo shoots have been random like shirts, but they're actually dresses and like they go they. They look kind of like fashion overdresses or whatever, mm-hmm. um, but the design on it, I'm like super proud of because I had to make it from scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, the original I had, um, it just wasn't cutting properly, mm-hmm. so I was like, "Fuck it, I'll just I'll do it myself." Put my Thanos glove on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so I had to make that one from scratch. I was super proud of that. Um, and then my bomber jacket, the roses, the mm. rose and crown bomber jacket. Mm. I love that one a lot because uh, that one, it just, it took so long to get done. The very first one I printed took so long to get done. And when I finished it, I was like, yo, like, like I couldn't see, as I was printing it, I couldn't see the final design mm-hmm. until I put it on a hanger and I hung it up. And I was like, yo, this shit is cold. Yeah. And then I put it uh, on my girlfriend. I had her, because I printed hers first. Mm-hmm. I had her. Um, put the jacket on or whatever, and I was like, you know, how you like it? She's like, oh, I love it. You know, so she was hype about it. Like, it's yours. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, okay. So she was all hype. And then when I saw her red, I was like, yeah, this this is a good one. This yeah. is gonna be a staple. So th- those are like my three vivid ones I can remember. Cause like again, like these are ones that I made by hand from scratch, not just like some, um, not just like some lettering on the shirt. This is okay. Like, so your favorites. So yeah. So like. My three favorites of yours are like completely different. Okay. Like I got the uh which one was it? It was the um honestly the Royal Lineage slides. Slides are fire. We got slides coming in June. Yeah, I gotta go Royal Lineage <laughs> slides. For two, I'm gonna have to go Black Excellence. Oh, really? Yeah, I gotta go Black Excellence. It's 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 so plain, but I get it. But 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 that's me though. <laughs> that's me. It's like cause it's like is 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 black and white. I can wear it with just about. I can wear it with literally anything. I mean, mm-hmm. of course, the material on the shirt is good and everything. Mm-hmm. But um, and it's like it's a cool statement. Black excellence, whatever. Right. And then, yeah. but then number one is, and I think this is a one of one. The custom, the custom uh Detroit three one three, the black with the rainbow that you made, Kim. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Is yeah, that a one of one? That is a one of one. That bitch was <laughs> fire. <laughs> That was fire. Because yeah. I had seen it. I'm like, I ain't never seen this one before. <laughs> like, this is fire. I'm like, yeah. I want one. And, it, and I'm like, when I had seen it, I'm like, that's probably the coldest single thing I've ever seen this nigga make, ever, bro. And I'm like, God. Thank it, you, thank you, thank you. Well, yeah, that was, that was definitely one-on-one. And, like, it, it was a stretch to make that one. It was a stretch. Like, I had to find the material because she... She wanted each each letter to be a different color. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm not gonna do that shit. <laughs> like, it was gonna take so long to print. And then, like when I found the material, it was just already that like rainbow kind of print or whatever. Yeah. And then it was that nice foil, so it shine. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this gonna be. It. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, that shit is fire, <laughs> man. Thank you, thank you. Like man. I ain't never. Cause I'm like, I'm like. Cause I've been in some pop ups and everything. I'm like, I ain't never seen this one. <laughs> Looking through the bag. <laughs> hey, what's up? Like, so she got the one. She got the PE to player exclusive. Yeah, she got, man. yeah, that one. That one. That one. That one. Legendary, I guess. <laughs> yeah. What made you think of that? That that one. <laughs> I'm like seeing that hoodie. I'm like, what else? I'm like, what else? Do I like, man. And I'm like, oh, I think that'd be a cool top three thing. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, slides and because I like the black excellence. I like that one. And I like to I like the, the Detroit design in general, but to have it in that gradient kind of yeah. rainbow, 
It, it did look good. That was elite. It did look that good. That was elite. I might have to bring it back if you, people see it. Yeah, right. I might bring it back. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so this is like the major topic I want to talk about. You know, I'm a I'm a huge fan of the Joe Budden podcast. Uh-huh. Um, and we kind of talked about this last, uh, last week when you was here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you all don't know... Um, the Joe Budden podcast uh, has recently done like a big breakup or whatever. Um, the two original hosts have gone on to do other things, you know, partially being fired, partially quitting. They have a uh, you know bunch of in bunch of inside turmoil, um, and it to me it just sucks to see something like this happen because these are like they got pretty much at the top of the game outside of like fucking Joe Rogan and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like they were really big in the podcast space. Um, and to see three friends go through what they went through, like really, really bothers me. Like it bothers me a lot. So um, what we, me and G were already talking about this, like I said, like last week or whatever. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to get your thoughts on it, man. Like, how do you feel about first in general? How do you feel about the breakup? Uh, I feel like the breakup is bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, cause I like, I like the three of them together, mm-hmm. but um, to be honest, I didn't come there for Rory and Maul. I came there for Joe. Okay. I mean, so it is said that they're not there, but like I live. Right. Um. But yeah, that, that I mean, I really don't have much. That's it. I mean, like if they were there, that'd be great. But they're not, and that's sad. But that's I'm gonna be okay with it. And right. I saw they were gonna like start like their own podcast or yeah. something. Yeah. I'm not watching that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I could watch it either. So this is so. Um, <laughs> that, and that's so with me, I could do without Rory. I could do without Roy. Like, I could Roy, do without both of them. Like, the reason why I, I like I like Maul because he is, um, both Joe and Rory are really emotional. Like, and they they bicker and yell a lot and mm-hmm. shit like that. And Maul just being a cut chilling, and like he sometimes plays like that level headedness that I that mm-hmm. I would appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, and like he he come with the kind of the stale cool jokes that I love. <laughs> like, like I, I love it. Uh, so I'm, I'm definitely gonna miss it. I'm I'm gonna give the first three episodes a shot. Whatever they put out, I'm gonna get the first three a shot. Um, but I just feel like you know, between them two, they need one. More. I I feel like they would need a Joe of mm-hmm. sorts because like because they don't really they give very politically correct answers on shit. Mm-hmm. So they, you know they don't want to get canceled or they want to lose money or whatever. Um, but Joe just be out there like look right. like, no nah, go deeper like that that, that mm-hmm. type of shit. Mm-hmm. So so ultimately. I the biggest thing with them infighting that hurt me the most was that it was three friends going through this. Like they, like they didn't necessarily all start it together, but they definitely built this thing together. Right. Um. And that's the thing I want to talk about these last like 10, 15 minutes or whatever. Um. Was just in general like, do you think it's a good idea to start a business, um, with a friend or jump into a business with a friend? I think, I mean, I think it's cool as long as you both understand the terms of it. So, like, if somebody joins, like, somebody jumps into, like, Royal Lineage, and then, let's say they did marginal work or something, and, um, like, it takes off, and then they feel like, well, you know, after I got here, it took off, so I'm entitled to this, or whatever, and you like no nigga, you picked up the shit from the post office. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what like what make you think that? Right. And um, so as long as it's terms, 
to it. You know what right. I'm saying? And it's understood by both people. You don't right. want it to be no misunderstanding. Right, right, right. So, like, one of the things me and me and you talked about was, like, of course, with this particular pod, like, this was some, this is 100% a 50-50 thing. Um, as far as like time, time, effort, money, mm-hmm. all of that stuff, it was you know completely fifty fifty or whatever. Mm-hmm. So these we wouldn't have to worry about these kind of issues or whatever. But I, I also feel like in general, uh, this is this is me. I feel like in general, it's a bad idea to start start one person's idea with another friend. So like me and you both had an idea. To do a podcast, mm-hmm. and actually, you wanted to do it way before I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. And when I brought it to it, I brought it to you. You was like, "Yeah, I was already thinking about it. We can start next week." And I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" <laughs> I'm like, and I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm not ready. Let's, you know what I'm saying, let's let, let's wait a minute, and then you know we can do it or whatever." Yeah. Uh, and so, like, we both already had this thing in mind, so we were able to jump in together. Mm-hmm. But like you said, with the royal lineage, like my own personal stuff. Like, I would never bring my idea to a friend and say, hey, let's start this together. Mm -hmm. Because in my head, like, this is, I'm bringing you something to help me with. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm I'm still, I want to retain ownership of this thing. Like, Mm -hmm. that's just how it is. Like, and that's one of the things me and my uh, girlfriend were talking about. Like, she would, I would always bring up how I wanted to bring more people into, like, my different, you know, ideas and uh, potential business ventures, but I always had this thought of like, I, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And I couldn't, I couldn't verbalize why I didn't want to do it mm-hmm. until I was sitting and I'm watching Joe like rip into his his friends <laughs> slash co-host, and I'm like that right there. <laughs> like I don't want to have to do that. I don't yeah. want to have to tell my friends you work for me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to tell my friends I'm the owner and you you just get paid here. Mm-hmm. Like if it, it should, of course it should be you know um, it should be. I would hope it would be understood, but I feel like some people would like he said if it if it if this year we made ten thousand dollars and next year we made ten thousand and one. Oh man, I, I want ownership. This this us. This us. And it's like, no, this is mine. You mm-hmm. came along, you know, mm-hmm. later or whatever. Um, but or on top of that, like, no, I do all the printing. I do all the design work. I buy all the stuff. This is all my equipment. Like now, see, in and did you ever see the movie The uh The Social Network? I did not. I seen parts. I okay. seen parts. So it's a it's a great part in that. So with Mark Mark Zuckerberg and Eduardo Saverin, they was the people who were starting it, right? Mm-hmm. One of them did Napster, right? One of them no, did. that was Sean Parker. Okay. So, look, so um, Mark and Eduardo, so they was in college. Mark went to Eduardo, like, y'all need help, you'll help with Facebook, whatever, right? So, Eduardo is doing all this different stuff. He's trying to, um, like, get, get funding and everything for Facebook or whatever. So, then eventually, Mark meets Sean Parker, and he was the one who'd had Napster. So Mark went to Sean and Sean was like, yo, you know what? Don't even worry about what Mark doing. I mean, don't, don't worry about what uh, Eduardo doing. I got connects already. I'm going to hook you up with these connects. And Mark gave Ed, gave Sean like ownership in the company without telling Eduardo. Oh, see, that's different. But the thing was, it was Mark's company, but he was doing it with Eduardo, but but when Sean came along, Sean was doing more work than Eduardo. 
because Eduardo is just on the ground trying to make something happen. But oh. but uh, but Parker he actually already made something. Happen. Yeah, he actually made the stuff happen. So then, and that was actually one of the big lawsuits was about because Eduardo's ownership got reduced to like one percent. Uh, was something like that, and then like Parker's was still like thirty or twenty or something like that. Mm. So, so do you feel like in that situation? I mean, of course, Eduardo got did bad. He he got he got did bad, but that's also that's like that's some real grimy shit. Like like even like you're out here trying. Like your your sweat sweat equity still should get you more. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, okay, yeah, this guy came in and he was an instant impact. But this guy been over here trying to make things work. So, but that. but so do you, so do you feel like the dude who was the instant impact? Do you feel like he feel deserves ownership? I was I would say yeah. Okay, I, 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 would, I would say yeah. He because he he came in and again instant impact. Instantly he came in did everything, and then the other guy would put in a lot of sweat equity. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're trying, yeah, like yeah, yeah. G league in it, but like yeah, you you probably won't get as much as other guy did because the other guy brought more resources. Mm-hmm. But I, me personally, I will compensate your sweat equity. Maybe not in ownership. That again, that's just me. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna cut you out a really big chunk because this is time. If if like even if I paid you minimum wage. Over X amount of years, you didn't get paid for these years. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna rack you out because mm-hmm. you at least tried mm-hmm. to make this thing pop. Now, so the dude who came in and put you on, would you give him ownership? He would get some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would get some because he's he came in instantly and made a big impact. If we're talking about specifically for Facebook, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no, but let's say let, let's say uh, like I say you're doing your real lineage thing and. Let's say I want to be part of it, bro. I'm like, bro, like, yeah, I want to be part of it. I'm gonna try to do this. I'm gonna try to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, then fucking Jamal just come along and be like, yeah, man, I got this connect. We gonna have all your stuff in all of the Macy's or whatever. But he said, but I want some ownership in it. But see, that's that'll be different because I'm. That's not my focus. That's not where my where my focus. I don't care about being in Macy's. So like if you if you come along yeah you can have all these great connects or whatever but if you don't line up with what my vision for what I have in mind then I don't care for what you got to talk about I don't so, care. So what's the what's the uh endpoint for Royal Lineage to you? To like well, like what's what's like what's the fuck your job moment where you be like you know what fuck that job I ain't going back Royal Lineage is what I'm doing. Uh I would have to have a storefront making at least in profit making over Two grand a month, uh-huh. or yeah, over two grand a month. Uh-huh. That that'd be end point for me. Storefront, two grand a month. Uh-huh. Profit, not not just oh you know make breaking even. Uh-huh. I gotta make profit, two grand a month, and then I I would instantly be. Hey, so no, if I if I not even a storefront, if I made two grand a month here uh-huh. out of my house, uh-huh. I would <laughs> I would say fuck that job. But yeah. <laughs> so. So you're ready to say fuck that job. <laughs> Either way, I'm like, I'm like hair trigger. I'm like curry with it. Just give me the shot. Give me the like, ball. Like it's fucking raining outside, man. Give me the ball. Fuck this job. <laughs> Tell you, I'm in range from the parking lot. I'm ready. Man. <laughs> but yeah, it's I don't know, man. It's it's tough for me with like, like I'm I'm open. Well, maybe not now because I just got so much stuff going on between this podcast, clothing line, other stuff um, outside of this stuff or whatever. Um, I am open to like to partnering with somebody and starting something fresh, but I'm not open to bringing somebody into my thing. 
and like I'm like I'm good. Like if we have the understanding that like, yo, you know, yeah, I'll I'll come through and you just pay me or whatever. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. You know what I'm saying? I pay you, and that that's that's so much easier for me mm-hmm. because you got what you wanted out of mm-hmm. this thing. You wanted some payment, cool. I got what I wanted. I needed more services. We good. Right. Um. So, yeah, that's just. I don't know. It's it's tough for me because, like I said, I just don't want to have those kind of conversations um, with with my friends. I, I would hate for it to come up. And of course, I would like I I would lay it up front way beforehand. Like, hey, this is this is my thing. You know, this mm-hmm. I'm like when you refer to this, like I don't want you to get in your head that you know this is like you own the company with me. Like, no, mm-hmm. this is my company. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, yes, you work for me, but I would never, I don't want to have to say that. I don't want to have to, I don't want to have to throw it in your face. You know what I mean? I don't want to have to hang that over your head. Like, um, I got a guy now who, um, he got a, he got a mobile detailing company. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's already started. If I just, if I went in and, you know, started washing some cars with them or cleaning some cars out or, mm-hmm. you know, driving the truck around. Mm-hmm. I'm not expecting to be, you know, mm-hmm. ownership or whatever. Like, just pay me. Mm-hmm. Pay me and I'm good. It's your thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I helped you out. I got you some more clients and I got money. I got paid. Mm-hmm. The deal is done. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, See, but I feel like with something, and, and then this might just be me, but I feel like if you bring somebody two customers, no, you don't deserve ownership. But I feel like if you bring somebody considerably more customers, rather be through like advertising or your ideas or something like that, like I'm talking like a pivotal change, then yeah, nigga, I feel like I feel like I would need some owner. I feel like I would be almost entitled to ownership if, depending on how much I brought in. I'm not saying like if I took your customers from two to six, like no. But if I took your people from like. 10 people and then I ran like this campaign and everything and I got all of this different stuff going and now you averaging like 100 customers a month versus six customers a month you was doing like yeah no 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 we got to talk no see I, I never expect to move up in somebody else's thing like that like like if I if I bumped you from having six customers to having 100 customers don't have me out here washing cars make me in a, make me assistant manager make, make me make me something outside of that but I don't have to be an okay, owner well, in your okay well okay owner is loose term but like if um but yeah, no, if I bring like if I do something like that pivotal, like my my compensation needs to be of course, adjusted yeah, accordingly. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. You I am def I definitely want to get paid more. So, like I said, so, don't so, have me out here watching. So, so, so to me, so to me, <laughs> title isn't what matters. The compensation is what matters. Yeah. So yeah, I could be I could still be staff, but if you pay me like the twenty thousand or whatever, then yeah, I'm okay being staff. Nah, nah. If 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 I if I bump yours from six, if if me, if we was working Watch your cars together, and you only have six, and I went out and I helped you get a hundred a month. Mm-hmm. Don't have me out here washing cars, cause you're not washing cars alone. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, we like neither one of us should be washing cars. And the benefit is you're now the owner with more with more customers, and I may just be behind the scenes running your ad campaign, mm-hmm. which probably what I should have been doing from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like so, yeah, like that. That's how I view it. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't need equity when you when you grow to sell this thing. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to look out for me. Just make sure I'm not on the line washing cars no more. <laughs> see, but see, not, but see, and I feel like if it got to something that big and to a point where it snowball, then he said, so if you had a company that's that small, you at six, you get it to a hundred and then with the momentum you build from a hundred, it grows and grows to the point where it is bought for like a hundred thousand dollars or something like, 
I don't know. I don't know. I've... Look, you ain't you ain't gotta look as this is me as a friend. Uh-huh. As a friend, if this is me as a friend helping another friend to help grow their business, like only thing I'm entitled to is the money you pay me. That's the only thing I'm entitled to. I'm not entitled to anything else. So as a friend as a friend who helped you like increase the profitability of your business like by a thousand times and to the point where it can get bought for a hundred, two hundred thousand. Like, I'm not saying I should get a big ass chunk, but bro, I need a chunk. <laughs> like, I need I need a chunk because um, I mean, because like I said, because before I, because because like not said not to, to downplay anything, but say if I was there and then like if after me getting there, it got to the point where neither of us have to wash cars anymore, and then it got to the point where do the stuff that I'm doing as well as you're doing, I'm sure, to make it be so like. For you to just be like, well, gee, you know what? You've been like great. I'm glad you got me to this point. Here's your last <laughs> check, like nigga, like, like. I, I will hope that you have friends that wouldn't do that to you, bro. I I'm hope just, so too. I'm saying, out of the gracious, out of, for me, I don't, I don't look for that. Uh-huh. Now, if if I had somebody that came on that helped me out to that degree or whatever, and they didn't want any kind of ownership, and I sold something or whatever for. X million dollars. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna scratch you up. Hey, good looking. You help me out here. Here's you know, damn near 30, 40, almost fifty percent of what I sold for or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because you were here from the ground up. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, again, that's my sole discretion to make that decision. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be like. I feel like as a friend, as a as a friend, you shouldn't be that entitled to everything. Like mm-hmm. it's like like I said, you're only entitled to. Like your hourly wage or the monthly or the weekly or whatever, that's your entitled to. See, and now, whatever they do above and beyond that is out of the gracious, out of you know your friends' heart. And see, and that's the thing though, you you hope that the people, you hope that your friends would do you right, but you like I said you, I mean, but you don't know, so that's why you, and and, and that's kind of like what Rory and Ma was saying, like you don't know what they're like, how much, like so they said they were entitled to a percentage over whatever percentage of profit. And they just wanted to make sure that it was getting the right percentage. I mean, they was getting the right amount. Right. And uh, I mean, shit. Like I was just, I was just hoping. I don't know. See, but so, but to me, that is a little. That's a little tricky because I, I understand what Joe is saying, and I also understand what Roy and Maul is saying. Where like Joe is like, so the the analogy they used that like really hit me over the head was, um, is like say you got a girl. Saying, you know, not your current girlfriend, but hypothetical situation. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> you got a girl, right? Um, <laughs> and this girl is accusing you of cheating. Mm-hmm. You know you're not cheating. Mm-hmm. But she's like, I don't care. Let me see your phone. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm not letting you see you. you you're like, I'm not letting you see my phone. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not showing you my phone. Mm-hmm. So they, the girl is like, I'm not going to trust you again. I don't believe you until you show me your phone. And you're like, well... If I show you my phone, the trust is totally broken. Mm-hmm. Like if if whatever, if me giving you my phone is going to resolve whatever's in your heart, mm-hmm. if I have to go to that extreme, mm-hmm. this bond is broken. Mm-hmm. If you just don't, you know, if you don't trust me, don't believe me, then mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and that was the one that kind of that kind of got me because I'm like, that's that's legit. Like if you if I have to go to that extreme to show you my phone. To prove to you that I'm not cheating. When you have it, you haven't seen me with no girl. You haven't talked to no girl. You have nobody's telling you this. You just got a feeling, mm-hmm. and you think the phone is gonna solve it. Where on my end, that's going to break it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
So, so with them, they were Roy and Mara asking Joe to see, you know, the books, the mm-hmm. accounting, see his his personal contract mm-hmm. with uh with with Spotify, mm-hmm. and he's like, well, legally I can't show you because that's legally binding or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and if anything got out because of y'all being mad at me, you know, I could I could be sued. So no, I'm not showing you for that reason. But also, I'm not showing you because you asking me and you feel like this is going to be the end all be all. But for me, that's going to break our trust that you went to this stream to see if I was lying to y'all about money. And I'm not lying to y'all. Mm-hmm. Like that's so that I understand. I understand both sides. Yeah, like, me too. Like you want your heart settled. Like, yo, I just want to make sure because my contracts say I get X amount of dollar. X, I get X <clears throat> percentage off everything that come through here. And I just want to make well, sure no, I'm no, a percentage. Of, of profit. So yeah. And then because I was I was watching academics. Yeah. Which I prefer to both of them niggas. But uh, <laughs> um. Act, act is I, I cannot watch act, but act is funny. Act is funny, and is uh, funny. so he was saying that he had a percentage, a profit partnership with a complex. He was on complex, saying that he got a percentage of whatever profit was made. But uh, by him doing that, he actually missed out. He missed out on about a hundred thousand dollars. He said oh. because complex would take the money from like that show, and they would put that money into like other shows. Also, oh. so, so the profit on it was less because it was count towards everything else. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, like I said, it it sucks, man. It sucks to see a friendship like break down like that. Um, I wanted to see Joe Budden and Act back together now. So, oh, I'm I like I could definitely see them back together. Oh, definitely, I, they, they go. They're gonna have something. Definitely, and I'm waiting for it. Yeah, they're gonna have someone on the rise soon, and like I just. Like I said, let, y'all let us know. That's the big question on my heart because, like I said, uh, that's just something. As somebody that, like, again, I'm always thinking of ways to quit my job. Mm-hmm. So, me too. Like when I when I sit back and I think and I be like, you know, I I'm I'm a very like when I when I think about the things I want to do and how to how to you know break them down or whatever. Like my vision stretches long and like you know pause, but like my vision go mm-hmm. my vision goes long or whatever. And, like, I just, I don't see anybody, I don't like intertwining people that can, like, potentially try to move the vision. When it's like, no, mm-hmm. that's not what this is. This mm-hmm. is this. So, you know. And, 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 and um, that's you probably something we can talk about on the next episode is, uh, like, how to navigate, like, a business partnership. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because we, we had a minute and we, we talking to our music time. So. Yeah. All right, what you got? What no, you got? no, we didn't talk into it. It's gone. Oh, this nigga. It's gone. It's, this nigga. it's, it's hours in. Whatever, man. But, <laughs> but anyway, uh, that's it. We gotta, we gotta hear, man. Yeah, yeah hopefully, man. hopefully, we have a special podcast for him next week. I hope so. We'll see how things go. See if we can work this thing out. But um, if y'all don't get one, it's because we in Chicago enjoying our girlfriends, enjoying life. You know, mm-hmm. go get vaccinated if you want to get vaccinated. Right. You know. That's not my decision for y'all to. Uh, that's not my whatever. Y'all, y'all, y'all get what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> if you if you, you want to get vaccinated, go get vaccinated. I pray for you. If you don't want to get vaccinated, mask up. Be be uh be cautious. All for right? sure. Thanks. All right, man. Y'all be safe out here. All right, man. Catch y'all next week. Peace. Peace.